0: Right. Someone did you, did you
1: see the one of like this is just kids learning the alphabet A E I O U And then someone's like what about sometimes why yeah.
0: Sometimes why
1: <laughs> Tell me why ain't nothing but a heartbreak
0: And welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Matt and I are blacking out today. We're wearing both black sweatshirts and a T-shirt. For those who aren't seeing the YouTube video, but however, That's not false. My T-shirt's yellow. Now, how is that? Okay, T-shirt, sweat. I said sweatshirt. That's you fine. said T-shirt and I s- Oh, and you're I wearing myself. T-shirt. Okay. Hey, oh, no, easy. Matt, you did schedule for a hair appointment just before we started recording. You might want to get your eyes checked. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm
1: having a rough day. It was leg okay. day. Oh, leg uh, day. Like day killed me. The diet is tough. I had Brussels sprouts and rice for lunch. Wow. Uh, yeah. So we had them leftover last night. Okay. And I just finished leftovers. It was good. But like, I'm starting to get a little hangry. It was like, when I diet, I don't go like super, super healthy on everything. I more so just like cut out my snacking. Because I could snack all day long, especially like the holiday season. I was eating chips and dip like crazy. So I usually just stop snacking and just eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. But it, the first couple of days always suck.
0: I remember when we lived together, the massive amount of a snack cabinet that you had, dude.
1: Do you remember the giant bag of popcorn I used to get from Weiss? Yes. Oh my God. It was legit. Like It had to be, I don't know, how much popcorn do you think that was? It was I at mean, least... Two and a half feet.
0: Baby. It was half your size. I would have yes. to guess. Yeah, definitely half your size. And you you ate it all. You sometimes shared, which was very yes. nice of you. But you sometimes just went to to ham on it. And like, it obviously yeah. is not. You can't put that in a shelf. Like you have to have it out. I just remember. I think it was like two days later. I walk into our room and I'm like, Matt, where's the popcorn? <laughs> it was gone.
1: It's gone. I think. I think at one point, someone dared me to eat the whole bag in a day. Which I did not do, because I didn't want to die. Yeah,
0: But also, Matt, too, um, we are now switching over to water. We're now sponsored by Water with a podcast. We are a
1: pro-water podcast.
0: Um, Wink, wink, this is water. Oh, I'm sure. Or vodka, as the young kids call it these days. Would you imagine if I slurp vodka? That'd be weird. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be tough.
1: I'd give you credit for
0: it. (laughs) Don't even want to think about that. Well, everyone, welcome to yet another episode. Lots of dieting going on. We've got lots of weird stories to talk to you about today. Uh, I, I had to put in little parentheses when we were going over the show notes that I may need to check into a mental hospital after these topics that we talk about. These are weird. So, really, in simplistic terms, we're going to be talking about the birds and the bees today. Um, if
1: you have kids listening, <laughs> not, not saying don't listen. Don't listen. But maybe- Give them a talk before they listen to this episode.
0: <laughs> and once we go over the topics, they'll be like, really, we gave them the talk? Well, that's the point. That we broke the ice for you all. As it's gotta happen at some it's point. It's gotta happen. Matt, why would not you get the talk? <laughs> the next
1: question. I'll just skip that and dive right into the first story.
0: Yes, the first story, the forced story that we got today is people have been a little upset uh down in Brazil, uh it, what happened was there was a artist by the name of Juliana Notari uh decided to install a 33 meter long handmade uh volva in the uh the side of the mountain. It's so it, it's like uh, too detailed. Very detailed. Little little too too detailed um not to get any innuendos here, but it took about twenty men to work on it uh it measures about like I said it's a thirty three meter long but for American context because we're dumb in the measurement system uh it measures about fifty two feet wide and it's twenty feet deep
1: so uh, that was my question was this just like how did they get it deep like did they have to dig into the ground we they like, did what kind of so was this like
0: uh did someone pay him to do this? Um, so first of all, it's a girl, uh, Julianne. Okay, pay her uh, to do this. My yeah. Bad. So it is a concrete structure. Um, okay. So I did a lot with concrete. Um, it, it really her point. This was reported by CNN. Uh, it, the work was intended to quote question the relationship between nature and culture in a phallocentric and anthropocentric Western society, and make people question. The quote problemization of gender. So probably what happened was was she wanted to do this piece of art and had to purchase a set of land in order to start excavating and creating. I'm not like
1: judging because like the the all body parts should be appreciated in a in a certain way. I just don't know if the the placement of it might not be great here.
0: Yeah, it's, for those, I mean, if you haven't Googled already, first of all, don't. It's going to be weird when you type in Volva in the side of a mountain in Brazil. I'm pretty sure those are, will come up as very weird Google searches for you. Your FBI um,
1: agent's going to tune in, look, what the heck's this guy looking into today?
0: <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it, Notari, I'm going to call it Juliana. Juliana was very surprised by the response. I'm not surprised, let's put it that way. You and I are already discussing about it in context, but... Here's the thing, and, and here's a reason why the, these two topics, and I'll, I'll open it up already to the discussion. I think we need to be more comfortable in sexuality, whether that's homophobic, uh, not homophobic, like homosexual, heterosexual, any type of sexuality that you believe in. I feel like we need to start being comfortable in it. And if you can't get comfortable with a body part, a thing, an anatomical thing, then you have a problem. You're not mature enough. And yes, we do like to crack jokes. You know, every time we see the words the the, the number sixty nine, we're always like, Haha. but at nice. the same time, <laughs> see what I mean? But again, we're not sitting there and being like, that is a disgrace. Why is that in the side of a mountain? Like, I I think it's it's quite artistic. I think it's it's something that's completely different amongst actually just drawing something on a piece of paper. I don't know your thoughts about it.
1: Listen, I can't draw a straight line, so kudos to her for for making that. I I agree. Like, I'm not I'm not making fun of it. Like, it's just the timing is weird. But we also do have to consider this is in Brazil, right? This is in Brazil. Okay, their culture is very different than us in the yes. United States, and they seem more open with um sexuality than we are here in America. That's I don't know if that's true or not. That's just the vibe I I get. So you're right. I do think people do need to kind of like grow up in a sense and just kind of accept that, you know, maybe that's what she likes to make art. in. like, we can't for, uh, blame her for that. If she's passionate about it, she should
0: be able to make it. Yeah. I think one of the examples that we can bring back to the homeland is, um, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, or even that, like, mm. that's a full, full on magazine, a popular magazine, mind you, that is focusing on the, the beauty of the body and, I, Matt, I, I mean, I haven't, I've never purchased a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition before, but I feel like I always poke fun of you because you always have a cover yes. in your room. <laughs> yes.
1: As a teenager, I had it.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's still cool. Did you bring it to you in, in your dorm?
1: No. Absolutely Why not. Why not? No. No. Just no. <laughs> that, would, that would have been a bad decision. But, it, you know, it, yeah, I think people sometimes have a double standard for this stuff. Uh, they only like the stuff that they like. And if it's something they don't like, then that's wrong. When in reality, like, people should be able to express themselves how they want to express themselves. It is a little too detailed for my liking. But again, kudos to her because I couldn't do anything like that.
0: I think one of the things, it, and I hate to to open it up to a, to a full-on conversation because I, I definitely have a, two more topics I'd like to cover, uh, is just the fact that, like, a lot of th- mistakes – I'm just going to say it out loud, like Catholic schools don't talk about anything that is, quote, health or sexual education. And in most cases, if you are not educated on anything, whether that's, you know, why is this happening to your body or, or why you should be doing this when you're interacting with somebody that you're interested in? Like, that's what happens when mistakes happen. And then that's when you're in the hole because you're not educated. And I feel like everyone is so lost in the education that they are not actually just admitting that, okay, let's actually talk about this.
1: I think that's fair. Maybe, you know, the, her paintings and her art will, you know, educate people on things they didn't know about. So that, that's a good point. And I would say, like, I'm, like, when I say it's too detailed, I think it just, like, shocked me at first. Because when the picture is, it's eye-opening. Um, but, you know, it, again, kudos for her. She's doing what she loves and hopefully she'll bring attention to stuff like this in the future that will make other people be able to express themselves how they want to express themselves.
0: Yeah. man, I, I, I don't think I, I took anything out of context of you saying it was very descriptive because it is very detailed. <laughs> the first time I
1: saw it, I was like, whoa. But now that we've gone through the article, it makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I listen, Juliana, you do you, girl. You keep what's you and artistically you as much as possible because we appreciate it. Absolutely. even though it was a big surprise coming out of the mountain <laughs> yes <laughs> which is the point moving on we're gonna jump over to denmark matt uh this one is again we're, we're moving i think we talked about the bees now we're moving on to the birds now so matt you've watched a lot of right is that really the concept birds or bees yeah okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: i think we're moving on to the bees not the, the birds. bees not the
0: birds i don't know I got a different talk. (laughs) Okay. Um, However, we're going to jump over to Denmark. Matt, we watched a lot of TV shows when we were kids. We still do today, uh, whether that's on a streaming platform or when we tune into the television. Uh, However, Denmark has decided to launch a children's TV show that's very much so a a unique one. Um, This is coming from The Guardian, Uh, a Danish equivalent of the BBC, um, also is DR, uh, has a new animated series aimed at 4 to 8 year olds. Oh. Yeah, so, I, I don't know if you got the context, but it's about John Dillermand, the man with the world's largest penis who overcomes hardships and challenges with his record-breaking genitals.
1: Um, ha- where where do you want to start with this?
0: Well, I saw pictures. <laughs> It's... I
1: unfortunately did too.
0: <laughs> the worst part about this so I guess this is more relatable because we're obviously two guys. Um there was a picture of him outside grilling and he his genitalia is using uh a uh a not a bucket, a, a spatula, jug, jug of kerosene um in that. So it's it's kind of crazy with that as far as um you know with the situation that's unfolding with the, the person. But Matt, I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Uh, I, I this, this is, uh, I'm confused by this. Like, what is the purpose of him using his giant penis to do things supposed to teach the kids?
0: Well, Matt, luckily enough, they brought in some professors to talk about this situation. Uh, okay. we have Christian Groves, who is an associate professor and gender researcher at Roke. Rosc Roscalide University? I apologize. Sounds sounds Um, good to me. Uh said he believed in the program celebration of the power of male genitalia could only set equality back. It's perpetrating the standard idea of a patriarchal society and normalizing, quote, locker room culture that's been used to excuse a lot of bad behavior for men. It's meant to be funny, so it seems to be harmless, but it's not, and we're teaching this to our kids.
1: Wait, so he's trying to express locker room culture? Because I don't think I, that's
0: very good. Matt, I I think the context being that in most cases, there's a lot of talk, locker room talk, about who's got the biggest cojones in the group, mm-hmm. and I think they over... Exasperate the idea of actually a person with a problem of having the largest (laughs) cojones, which actually causes a problem with with his own day to day life. Um, But I think for four to six year old, uh, four to eight year olds, that's a quick conversation to have about that.
1: (laughs) I think it's quick conversation for like twelve year olds, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, the age demographic is very. Uh, it's too young for me. I don't even know if it's appropriate for me. Like I'm very immature. Like I, don't, I don't know if if I could handle watching a show like that. Uh, some other thoughts that I had. It said that some of the things he uses his his penis for, uh, rescue operations, uh, to etch murals, hoist a flag, and steal ice cream from children. That one really struck me. So we're teaching kids that they can steal ice cream with
0: his penis and also
1: showing that, that again like if you're trying to teach the kids that maybe it's not the best thing in the world but yet he's stealing their ice cream I, i'm not quite sure what message is, how that portrays it yeah well yeah. also it says they use the hoist of flag so you can't make the joke is that a flag in your pants, or are you just happy to see me because it could
0: be a flag? Yeah, and certainly not half-mast. No. <laughs> Mind no. you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is... A, it's, it's unique. Let's put it that way. You know, I, Like you said, Matt, there's a bunch of cultures across the, the universe, and the Earth specifically. But I think Denmark is just trying a unique perspective instead of you know us in America talking about locker room talk and... you know. Making it really immature for, for boys. Let the boys be boys, but really let's educate the boys.
1: I like the idea of like trying the, to dismay locker room talk because locker room talk is just bad. Like it's it, bad. It, it can get ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I think the, the way they're doing this could be a little better. Uh, and also, just for all, all the parents out there that didn't want their kids to watch SpongeBob, I'm glad I watched SpongeBob as a kid.
0: Same. Man, I wouldn't be best friends if it wasn't for that. <laughs> uh, you never know. I, I think SpongeBob does a lot of adult humor, but doesn't do it enough where you don't get to it until... Like, you can we, still tell it's a kid's show. Right. You can still tell it's a kid's show, and now we're starting to realize that we're now becoming more like Squidward when it comes to our life. Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> depressing. It is very depressing. But hey, yeah. Steven Hillenburg, uh, God rest R. I. his soul. R.I.P so you know i I, i'm curious to see how this goes if they actually run a couple seasons um i'm sure they have to put out a pilot and then try to work it into the shows i would be very surprised to see a second season but depending on how well the response is
1: yeah it depends how it goes i mean they're getting a lot of backlash now but maybe the episodes will prove it differently Mm -hmm. i guess it's kind of just like a wait and see period
0: yeah no definitely a wait and see period uh Best of luck to the producers, because I'm sure they probably worked really hard on it.
1: Uh, Again, you know, if it works out for them, good. If it doesn't, you know, maybe try a a different avenue to try to get that message across.
0: Yes. All right, Matt, now that we bleached our eyes and got everything out of the way, talk about immaturity (laughs) as soon as we get done with it. Um, Matt, talking about getting stuff out of the way, we're doing a bunch of segues here today. Uh, 2020 has come and gone, hopefully. We're still hanging it on a thread, just a tad. Uh, it, hopefully, it doesn't work out the way that it does. But Matt, there's probably a lot of things we want to leave behind. 2020. I would say so. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few things. Did you ever think of words to leave behind in 2020?
1: I've never thought of words to leave behind in, in any year, to be honest.
0: So, at Lake Superior State University uh, has been doing a quote. 20 uh, a banished words list this has been going on since 1977 uh when the original public relations director w.t rabe released the first banished words list um and it's been going on for ever since what it, it's been going um so what the uh i guess the public relations department does is they come up with a top 10 uh list of banished words uh Oddly, and not surprisingly enough, seven of them are COVID-related. So I'm excited nice. to see what your reaction is to that. Um, yeah,
1: for everyone listening, I don't know what these words are.
0: Yeah, so I, I really specifically told Matt, don't look these up. I want your reaction on them. Um, mm. Because there, there is a few that I think you'll, you'll be like, really? Oh, really? No. <laughs> so I'm Matt, ready. are you ready for number 10? Bring it on. Okay, so I had to think about this one a little bit. At number 10 of the banished words for 2021, and these are also phrases, too, um, so they kind of bend the rules a little bit of banished words, but words are words. Uh, The number 10 is a phrase. It is, I know, right? What? (laughs) So, I know, right, Uh, is relatively new construction to convey empathy with those who have expressed agreement. But as one wordsmith put, if you know, why do you need to ask if it's correct or seek further approval?
1: <laughs> uh, but like you can use that in a way where like you're just having a conversation and they make a good point. You just say, yeah, I know. Right. Like, that's crazy. Well, I, I, c- think, I can't say that anymore.
0: I think they're trying to because I, I do believe in what this the hell point. am I supposed to say? <laughs> right. That's what I've been saying. Cor- correct. Correct. <laughs>
1: That's another thing we wouldn't have if we didn't have a SpongeBob. (laughs) That seems like too general of a thing to say. You can say that in so many scenarios.
0: Yes, well, number nine, Matt, is very much so, uh, I won't call it specific, but it's been specific this, wow, it's been specific this past year of 2020. Uh, It's something you and I have said a lot, which I was so surprised. Coming in at number nine of a banished word for 2020 is sus.
1: Oh, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm saying sus. You know what? That's sus that they said we can't say sus. That's very (laughs) sus. No, I don't Uh, agree with that at all. So
0: they did talk about the popular game Among Us coming out, and that coined the phrase or word sus being the imposter of the game itself. Uh, I was actually explaining to Jenna how um, Among Us works (laughs) this past weekend and telling how a lot of the times when I'm the imposter, I always like to uh, either... Have you follow me and just voting or, like, getting your words first? And you do the same thing to me, exactly. So
1: and I, I think the last two times we played, you just killed me first anyway. So. <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm not banning the word sus. I'm not doing it.
0: Some, somebody said that uh, if you say sus... Oh, how much effort does it take to say the entire word?
1: Well, okay, so there's two different contexts of sus, though. There's Among Us sus that's suspicious. Okay. And then you know some people what, you act a little sus around the boys act a little sus so i can notice if they want to be in that part but if they're talking about we can't say sus because we're too lazy we unquote go lazy to say suspicious no nah, that's sus
0: that's suspicious
1: yeah cardi b yeah what, what if cardi b would have said that's sus? that's sus. <laughs> who knows maybe they want to be on the list
0: Oh, man. All right, Matt. Moving on to number eight. It is a name, believe it or not, but it is a, uh, quote, name calling that they want to leave in 2020. Coming in at number eight is Karen.
1: Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, you know what? I think we can still say Karen if someone comes up with the male equivalent.
0: I think we've had that discussion. We, we did, but times.
1: I no, but the the internet cannot come to an agreement, which is just weird. Like it like Karen just like clicked like that. Everyone was like, "Yeah, okay, that makes sense." But like mm-hmm. we can't come up with a male equivalency.
0: Yeah, so I guess where they they are talking about where it spun off was a, an anti-racist critique of a behavior of white women in response to the black and brown people have become misogynist umbrella term for critiquing the perceived over-emotional behavior of women. Uh, As one nominator said about reasons of its banishment, I would tell you why, but I'd sound like a Karen. Uh, (laughs) Spot the lie.
1: Spot the lie. I don't know where it is. Um, I I will, okay, I can can say unless they come up with a male equivalency so it's balanced, I don't know, maybe we can't say Karen anymore.
0: I could agree to disagree with you on that. Like, Um, I could understand that it can be banished, but also, yes, we better find that other equivalency of it. Yeah. Like, football has field hockey. Like, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You need a yin and a yang. Yes. All right, Matt. These top seven are COVID-related. At number seven is unprecedented.
1: What? Why would we get over the word unprecedented? What are we supposed to say when something else happens?
0: Uh... let me just i'm reading the context it's unheard of that of that a word would be repeated on the banished words list actually it's not in the early years words wounded up repeated although we try to avoid repetition nowadays despite the fact that unprecedented was banished in 2002 given that it was nominated many times this year for misuse in describing events that do have precedent inclusion again seems warranted
1: <laughs> see i don't agree with that because i think there was a lot of things that happened in 2020 that were unprecedented so you know just because people used a lot doesn't mean it's not unprecedented because it is
0: i think given the what they said like given something that has precedent like let's say for instance i hate to say it we relating to covid but let's say there was a huge gathering and 25 people got covid well that's kind of not unprecedented because the precedent was the fact that there was a huge gathering involved
1: Right. In that scenario, it's correct. But there was a lot, a lot of shit happened in 2020, and a lot of it was crazy and never seen before. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Alright, Matt, this one I am 100% with, uh, and I want to hear your thoughts. At number six, Pivot. Pivot? Yes.
1: How,
0: how is that COVID-related? Because when people are talking about Oh, dude, I hate to say it. I hate the word pivot. <laughs> Why? I've literally heard that word for all of 2020 when we started doing COVID along with work. It was always, okay, we got to do this, but if not, we have to pivot. I, I can only just imagine that, um, is it friends with the couch? Yeah, pivot, pivot. yeah that, that's
1: what my thing was like. I'm not giving that scene up. That's one of the best scenes of Friends.
0: But I now it ruined it for me. It ruined that scene for me because we've said it so many times when it comes to, you know, we have to go into virtual learning. We have to do contactless delivery. We have to do curbside pickup. We now got to do Zoom calls. Like, we got to pivot, pivot, pivot. How many times can you pivot before you actually pivot 360?
1: <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm with pivot. I'm okay. on pivot side on this. If- but I, to be fair, I literally never heard one person say pivot during COVID. Well. Not one.
0: I stayed out of it.
1: <laughs> Good for you.
0: Uh, coming in at number five, Matt, in these uncertain times.
1: Yeah, I can get down with that. Because, like, everyone just kind of, that kind of ran its course. Like, in, in the begin, like middle of March, beginning of April, like, these are uncertain times. Then when it came to, like, May, June, July, they're not really that uncertain because we've been living in it for three months. And, you know, it definitely was a little bit overused. I, I will agree with that one.
0: Mm-hmm. At number four, an abundance of caution. Uh, various phrasings.
1: Um, i I'm, I'm kind of indifferent on that one. like I, I guess you can say it in a different way.
0: I think they're they're looking at the vagueness of that phrase. So the phrasing about how it yeah. takes prevented its steps is vague. Out of the abundance I, I, of caution, we're canceling the event. Okay, well, how are you in the abundance of caution? How are you canceling the event? <laughs> I
1: think that's fair. I don't, I don't see an issue with that. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Matt. Number three. Here's another one. We're all in this together. No. I'm not. Yes. I'm not
1: giving that up. I'm not giving it up. I will give it up. Is, what? No, Why? I was
0: going to start singing Rick Astley. and I, I, will, I will give it up instead of Rick Astley's never going to oh. give it up.
1: No, I'm not giving it up because I don't want the high school musical song to get canceled.
0: I think every time somebody said it during a speech or doing during a video, uh, all I could like, I you literally, you might as well just throw the freaking cheerleaders and the basketball team in the yeah. back in order for them to start the music, like. It, it, in understanding when things became serious that's all i could think about and i'm like well this this conversation's not serious anymore because now i'm thinking about high school musical
1: but how epic would it have been if like a politician would have broke out in like a high school musical dance during one of his press conferences okay
0: that would have made sense that
1: would have been awesome
0: (laughs) but if someone is talking about like everybody staying safe nobody getting covid We're all in this together. That's like not even you cannot make me read those words because all I could think about is singing them.
1: (laughs) I'm just picturing like Governor Cuomo of New York is like everyone. It seemed like everyone across the country were like loved his press conferences or like had something like a big deal with his press conferences. (laughs) Because
0: you just imagine he had like the whole
1: world (laughs) watching. His press conferences are amazing. He's like, my personal feelings, COVID sucks. Okay, <laughs> great. I think we all feel that way. But if no, I'm not. I'm not losing that song. So I will not be stopping I will not stop saying that phrase.
0: Okay. Well, that's a little indifferent. But however, at number two, Matt, social distancing. Um. So. I
1: understand why they want to get rid of it. However, if we stop saying it, people might stop social distancing, and that's not good right now.
0: So the, the 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 reasoning behind that, this phrase is useful as wearing a mask and keeping your distance have a massive effect on preventing the spread of infection. But we'd be lying if we said we weren't ready for this phrase to become useless. with With north of 50 nominations, many others clearly feel the same and the tone of their reason, reasoning ranged from impatient to heartfelt.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, some people do get annoyed when you tell them the episodes the instance, which, we're in a pandemic, like, just stay away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know how else they would get their message across that we can't
0: be close right now. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I, I mean I saw it yesterday. Like I saw I saw an email yesterday about, you know, socially dis- make sure you social distance yourselves. Like I think the the impatient to heartfelt I'm getting because it's like okay, like lady <laughs> lady Karen, we've done this drill for how many months now? Like
1: <laughs> It is getting to a point where like yes, we have her for so many months and it's coming up on a year, but it it is still important.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, at number 1 of the most banished of them all. I don't Words know if I'm for ready 2021 for this. 2020. Do you want to take a crack at it? COVID. <laughs> it is COVID. Nice. <laughs> or coronavirus, the Rona, COVID 19. Um, I think all of us would the cocoa. extremely the, co- the cocoa. The cocoa. <laughs> I forgot to add that. The cocoa. Oh, <laughs> uh, so here's my thing.
1: Ready. I think once we get to a point where maybe COVID is not a huge issue and you know life starts getting a little normal. We're not going to hear it as often. I think, you know, it might still be around, but maybe not as big as it is now. However, in six years, when kids start going to kindergarten, there's going to be kids named COVID. A thousand percent. Because there's people out there that, you know, if they had a baby in 2020, maybe they want a unique name. What's more unique than the pandemic he was born during? COVID.
0: I think you could see a reassurance
1: in like five, six years of COVID here.
0: Love to have Rona. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think I would name my child Rona. You know. You know what's surprising to me, Matt. As as much as we'd like to joke around, I am a little surprised Corona the beer hasn't taken any hits as far as they changing did. the brand. Did oh. they? They did.
1: No, but they took a lot of sales hits. Oh, I, in like April.
0: Yeah, because everybody thought that COVID, what, the it, coronavirus, was in Corona. Like, how stupid idiots. can you get? What do you? It, it, what do you guys? A bunch bozos. of bozos. Like, what are you talking it, it, about? Legit. Had a little. <laughs> had too much Corona. Had well, too much too tequila. Much. <laughs> mm, one of those days on a beach. Yes. Corona. <laughs> um. Uh, I don't think Corona.
1: I think in like a few years, people are going to be like, "Oh, drinking a Corona." Remember that crazy year.
0: I hate to admit that, but back in March we. Literally, the last, the last lunch that we actually all went out. Um, we you all... made that sound like the last supper, the last <laughs> lunch. <laughs> I wanted to say the last supper, but it wasn't supper, it was lunch. <laughs> um, we were out for a birthday party, and we all just decided to get Corona because it was... We thought it was a joke, and that bit us in the ass pretty quickly. <laughs>
1: a little bit. Corona's actually not bad, by the way.
0: I think it's fine. It's I wouldn't little... drink it all the time. I can
1: drink drink it once in a while. Mm-hmm. Have that... you, did you have it with a lime?
0: Yes, I did have that's, it with a. It is better with the lime. It, it is definitely better with the lime. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Jinx. Jinx. Whoa! Stop it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> See again. That's just there. You can say I it. I it said in. it on purpose. I know. <laughs> we got Matt here, the English police, keeping me down here. <laughs> very
1: sus. I'm not stopping. Saying sus I wouldn't either. No, I will never say pivot again. I'm—I don't know if I've ever said pivot in a regular conversation in my life. So, I, some point, maybe I will. Well,
0: I've had to. So, consider yourself lucky. Well, while we are still in this together, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Matt's got his sports segments. You don't want to miss it.
1: Okay, let's pivot to the sports segments for today. Um, we are going to start with NFL playoffs. Mike, sit down, because I have a lot to say.
0: (laughs) I wish I could be a stand-up comedian, but, you know, I just like sitting down. Yeah, yeah, right, this guy.
1: (laughs) Let's try, Tim. Uh, so, yes, the NFL playoffs went on, the Nickelodeon game was hysterical, I tuned in for two minutes, and the guy explained where the coin toss was, and I was out. (laughs) <laughs> it was funny, don't get me wrong, but they were, like, explaining this like kids were watching it by themselves. It w- it was all older guys that were like, oh, I wonder what this broadcast is, and it was the SpongeBob and the Uprights was weird, you couldn't see the ball, they had, like, a slime zone in the end zone every time someone scored. I guess it was good, I mean, people, like, didn't hate it, but, like,
0: I guess it was for the kids. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna do another season if you ask me with Nickelodeon. I, they might. I think yeah. they might. Who knows? Um but the reason we're talking
1: about the NFL playoffs Steelers lost. Got shit pumped by the Browns. <laughs> uh where where do you do you want me to get angry first or do you want me to get sad first? What do you what do you want? I'll let you pick.
0: Well, Matt, in, in terms of the NFL, what usually starts off with is a coin toss. One has heads, one has tight no. f- <laughs> you do you want me to get depressed first oh my or do you God. want me to get angry first? <laughs> you know
1: what, I'm just gonna get angry All first right, Hulk, because I'm get angry, angry why don't you? Right. <laughs> I have a lot of things I'm angry about. Okay uh, so originally I said I was gonna say Mike Tallman should be on the hot seat. However, he's never had a losing season, and last year was a crap show without Ben, and they finished 8-8. So, Tomlin is to blame, but they should keep him. Uh, I have a huge problem with the wide receivers on this team. Juju Smith-Schuster, on Thursday of last week, said he's not worried about the Browns because, quote, the Browns is the Browns. Basically saying that they've been the team they have been for the past 20 years. And then they got murdered by the Browns. Then after the game, Chase Claypool's on his Instagram live saying, yeah, we lost, but the Browns are going to get their ass kicked next week. Shut up and play the game. Like, we don't need all this extra noise to get the Browns all motivated. Like, just play the damn game. Uh, do you have thoughts on th- them giving? They basically just gave the Browns bulletin board, bulletin board material thinking, yeah, we're that much better than you guys. And you were down 28 nothing in the first quarter.
0: Go ahead, continue.
1: All right. Colin Cowherd. F*** you, Colin Cowherd. So, okay, I, I'm going to say something nice about Colin Cowherd for a second.
0: F-bomb at <laughs> Yes.
1: I'm going say nice, to say something nice about Colin Cowherd. He is correct when he said that the reason Big Ben plays the way he does now is because he did not take care of his body throughout his career, and now he's 38, going to be 39 in March, and he can't move because he didn't take care of his body. That's correct. Why I am mad at Colin Cowherd, he has a segment, Mike, on his show every Monday called Colin was right, Colin was wrong. So he'll go from something he was correct about, something he was wrong about. One of his Colin was rights this week was that he said he knew the Steelers were the team that they were. They weren't that good and they weren't going to win the Super Bowl. He picked them to win that game. He picked them to beat the Browns. Not only did he pick them to beat them, he picked them to cover which means they were six points favorites, so he said they were going to beat them by touchdown. And then you put them in your call and was right after they lost? That that stop, you can't spin everything and make it like you're the best. You, you were wrong, own up to it. I think that's all the mad I'm going to get, so if you want to respond to any of that before I get depressed.
0: I don't like the fact that he did that, Colin Coward. Like It's kind of like saying, oh, well, the Golden State to bring up basketball again because i brought i brought this up at work today when we were talking about it and i said well i said they're like well i can't believe i'm sure the depressed will come in with the record that they had in the regular season like you can't go 10 well it was 10 and 0 to start 11 and 0 11 and 0 you can't go 11 and 0 and not win to get to the super bowl well, I said, my response is you can't be the Golden State Warriors with the best record in the NBA history going over the Chicago Bulls of the Michael Jordan era and then lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers in one of the worst comebacks, not for Cleveland, but for Golden State in losing a 3-0 lead.
1: That's, that's fair. You know, if he would have said, oh, well, the Warriors aren't going to win the championship, uh, no. What, what, what take would that be for him? I, I, I'm trying to think. Basically, like saying that the war, he knew the Warriors weren't good, predicting them to win finals and they were lost. Right. Just own up to the fact that you were wrong. Why I'm depressed. I think this is the end for Big Ben. I know. Which makes me sad. Did you see him crying on the sidelines? That, I legit teared up. I, I, I listen, Ben Roethlisberger. His actual childhood, man. Morals questionable. Um, however, as a Pittsburgh Steeler, as a quarterback, we, I haven't, we haven't known football without Ben Roethlisberger ever like he's it's gonna be sad watching him or watching the Steelers without him and there's rumors he might want to come back but like I don't I don't think I even want him back and it sucks because like I don't want him back but like this is gonna be our last memory of him it's just like an awful performance in the playoffs
0: I forget who it was man I saw tiktok I think it was one of the either the one of the receivers or one of the defensive linemen I think I know what you're lineman. talking about. It was
1: the Pouncey, the old line.
0: Yeah, it comes up and he's like, dude, he's like, I, I wanted to do this for you, man. Like, I- nothing else. Like, I-, I just wanted to do it for you. And I'm like, oh, man, there's cotton onions. Like, <laughs> like, to play for somebody like like Ben Roethlisberger. Like, even looking at it, too, I don't know this. That, Pouncer, is that his name? Poun- pouncey. Pouncey. The kid probably grew up watching Big Ben to begin with. And even to the point where he was fully invested in football and now playing for the guy and then possibly playing a last game ever with him. Like, it's like the seniors for every sports that you used to play with. Like, you hated the last game because it was the most emotional for the seniors. But, yeah.
1: It, it sucked. Like, that, that close-up, they should not have allowed that close-up of him no. crying on silent. That That broke my heart. Um... I I really don't want him back because, like, he just can't move. And, like, in today's NFL, you need a quarterback that can move. Like, that, that I don't even think this loss was his fault. Like, the play calling, I said play calling sucked all year. But the point is, when you have bad play calling, you can make up for it when you have a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's not mobile. Uh, I'm also a little sad because I don't think Juju Smith-Schuster is coming back. And I know he's a Pittsburgh favorite. He's a free agent, and I don't see them paying him. So, not good vibes. Twitter was tough on Sunday night and Monday, and it was tough today. Screw Twitter. in that um,
0: Corvette Corvette.
1: Yeah, we don't. He, he cursed the Steelers, by the way. He danced he on the logo in the locker room, which you're not supposed to do, and he posed on a TikTok. Uh, listen, I'm not wrecking the guy for making TikToks, because I know he got a lot of shit for it during the year. However, you can't do it on the opponent's 50-yard line on the logo. That's no. disrespectful. Uh, let's stay a little bit depressed. Maybe a little bit depressed. A more serious conversation, but about the NBA. So, Mike, the G League. The G League is back. Yes. The G League, it's pretty much for those who don't know what the G League is, it's like the minor league system for the NBA, but like teams own certain players and different teams. It gets complicated. Yes. They did not finish their season last year, but they are back in the Orlando bubble. So the G League is only, I don't remember how many teams there are. Uh, Mike, did you know that there's a lot of former uh, professional basketball players in the G League this season?
0: Uh, I, I didn't know specifically who, but I'm not surprised.
1: So the four most popular ones, I believe, uh, Michael Beasley.
0: Oh, wow. Apparently,
1: apparently okay. he's still trying to play. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're going to love this one lance stevenson's in the g league
0: i was you know what's funny i, I watched highlights of the one of the Cavs game i'm like where's lance stevenson and yeah dang crazy
1: crazy uh jeremy lynn lynn sanity is back
0: lynn sanity is a little limb limp
1: yeah and the other guys <laughs> nick stauskas who was a better college player than nfl or nba
0: player
1: uh so why i'm a little sad by this the NBA is having a lot of COVID issues. Uh, for, for example, it, it's, it's just their thinking is not perfect, I don't think, in this scenario. So the Wizards had a positive test. Washington Wizards had a positive test, I think, Saturday. So then their game, they played the Bulls, or no, they played the Heat, and then the Heat's next game got postponed. But then last night, the Wizards just played the Suns after some of their guys only had to skip one game. And then this morning, they had to cancel practice because two guys tested positive. How are we going to have the G League in a bubble? But well, you can tell the NBA players that they have, on actual NBA teams that they have to travel the country and risk spreading the virus, and they can't, they're more restricted, and they can't go out and see their family. Like, Kyrie Irving was with a birthday party for his dad, and he wasn't wearing a mask, and now the NBA is looking into him having to sit out like two weeks. So how do you, how do you tell the G League you have to have a bubble, but the regular players don't?
0: I, I think I said it a long time ago. We need a fight island. like We, we need a place where everyone can just come together and play. And um, just look at your show notes. I think this, this would possibly be a, a really good example of what would be a good expansion. Um, but having very close arenas, that they, all they need is a bus travel. That's all they need and should i mean yeah could you spare hour hour and a half maybe two hours in moving those around i definitely think it's possible but i you know you're already causing a a chance in flying because flying is you know if flying was one of those things that was automatically crushed when covid first started but now you're Risking the players and getting up unless you want to spend millions of dollars on private jets and whatnot, and even that—that's probably safety protocol too, considering, you know, things. But yeah, I, I, I really feel like it should be flip flopped. If I, if I'm being 100% honest, I respect everybody's human beings, but really, people are watching the NBA instead of the G League.
1: Yeah, I would be okay if if they did like a Western Conference bubble and an Eastern Conference bubble, and then when it comes time to the playoffs in a few months combine them and just top 16 teams
0: because they already play eastern conference like yeah you already they're, play they're traveling conference. all across the
1: country right it, it doesn't make sense uh where do you i saw people throwing this uh idea around that they should stop the season and get them all vaccinated what are your thoughts on that
0: um I mean, it's a very much so herd immunity detail like we've been hearing this word herd immunity, which means like everybody's vaccinated enough where nobody can get infected because so many people got vaccinated. I don't know. You're more running a risk of a possibility of someone being a carrier than of traveling. And then if they already have COVID, they're not getting infected, but they may be carrying it somewhere else. And they may say, oh, I'm vaccinated. I can do whatever I want. I'm asymptomatic. And. Yeah. I know how I feel about that. I'm I'm a little hesitant on that.
1: So I'm all for them getting the vaccine. I'm just not for them cutting the line. Like I've seen people say they should cut the line to get the vaccine. I'm not down with that. However, once it becomes like ready available to like the general public and the essential people get it, the people that need it, then I'm all for if they want to get these players vaccinated. Because if the idea and this is just me being stupid, I don't know if this is (laughs) true. If the idea If the vaccines show people that they're not sick and they can start doing their regular lives again what's better than to have the NBA and the NHL being getting vaccinated showing they're not getting sick and they're able to travel and do their jobs professionally then it would show people that the vaccine works and then more people will want to get the vaccine so I'm all for that I just don't like people are saying oh they should get the vaccine now no because there's still essential people that need it yeah sports are not essential
0: I mean, we all know Adam Silver is making his campaign for 2024. So <laughs> it's, maybe he is. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's, it's a toss up. I, again, I, I think the NBA should be in a bubble rather than the G League.
1: Now, the MLB, Rob Manfred today said that they are expecting to show up for spring training. They are expected to play a 162 game season and they're going to let fans in. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Baseball stadiums are big enough that, I mean, they're letting fans in football games. I think they could get away with a little bit. Uh, Other NBA news we had this week. So there's rumors that the league wants to expand. So they have not had expansion for quite a few uh, years now. And they're looking to add two teams. So I thought we could just throw some city names out there. Let's get the obvious one out of the way. We need the Seattle Supersonics back. Yes. They were going to say Scranton. If, <laughs> No. If they choose two teams, not Seattle, or two cities that one of them is not Seattle, this was a failure. We need the Supersonics back. Do no, you okay. have? Yeah. Well, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I, I, I agree with you.
1: Do you have any cities off the top of your head you think could use a franchise? I,
0: I wouldn't mind Pittsburgh as a weird no. You're saying no. no.
1: Why not? I don't, I don't think the city of Pittsburgh would support a basketball team. I I don't think that's I I don't think that would work. And I there's people from Pittsburgh that's saying, you know, they're a football town, they're a hockey town, they're like is blue collar? Is that the right word I'm looking for? Like blue yeah. collar, steel city, hard city. I don't think they would support a basketball team. Interesting. I, I've seen that city thrown out there. I don't I think that would be a failure. That's huh. the one city that like I wouldn't go to.
0: Is there anything up in Maine?
1: I don't know if there's people that live in <laughs> Maine.
0: Let's do Rhode Island. How about that? We're not even calling yeah, this city. Rhode Island. No, right Rhode next Island. to Canada. <laughs> I um, wouldn't mind seeing another Canadian team come into play. Vancouver. Vancouver.
1: Vancouver yeah. had a team before Memphis. Um, I think an obvious choice would be Vegas. Mm, that'd be fun. You could put your own like sports book in the arena, <laughs> which would be interesting. I also think Kansas City would be pretty good. Yeah. St. Louis.
0: Is there Nash-
1: Nashville as one? See, I thought Nashville because like, they're pretty cool. Yeah. But you do have one in Memphis. I don't know how close Nashville and Memphis are to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, a neighboring state, Louisville.
0: Louisville. Big
1: basketball state in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, mostly for college, but still good. Louisville would be pretty decent. And then maybe Tampa Bay because that's where the Raptors are playing this year. I just don't know if they're going to put another franchise in Florida. Cause they usually don't get a lot of attendance. Last year, the Miami
0: Heat. I, you know, would be really cool. And I'm probably going to sound stupid saying this, but adding a South Carolina team, and then like, like Myrtle Beach, Battle of the Carolinas, like Charlotte Hornets versus Myrtle yeah. Beach. I like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm thinking of just, you know, I I went with Pittsburgh because everybody always says, "Oh, like you're in the wrong Pennsylvania team," and. For football or, or hockey, mind you. Um, meanwhile, Matt flip flops over there with his flyers, <laughs> flyers and Steelers. Never. But but like having those those rivalries that people talk about rivalries all the time. No matter if it's you know football, soccer, baseball, the Subway Series, the Mets and Yankees. Like it, it, there's always some competition behind it because it's just based on the location. And is Nevada? I'm trying to think. That's Vegas. That's Vegas. My vibe. Yeah. Like Vegas versus L.A. Like yeah, having those those flip flop itself too. But um, yeah. I think definitely a South Carolina team would be pretty cool for the. I the think South Charleston,
1: South Carolina, would probably be better than Myrtle Beach because Myrtle Beach, I feel like, is more touristy. But I think a a, a professional team in Charleston would be awesome.
0: Uh,
1: one more quick topic. We have NBA season currently going on, and it's been an interesting season. So Mike, what we're gonna do is we we're, we're gonna play a quick game. It's called fact or cap. So I have, how many questions do I have here? I have one, two, three, four, I have eight questions for you, and you are going to determine if these statistics are a fact or a cap. So let's start. The worst team in the NBA has the player with the highest points per game, fact or cap?
0: So what's cap? Is that not good?
1: Yeah, it's like cap. Like that's, that's false.
0: Oh, Okay. Yeah, like it's, no it's, cap. The new, it's the new young no sl- oh.
1: the new young uh, wow sl- like,
0: let me go grab my cheaters for a hot second <laughs> Hey, I'm just here
1: to, to help you uh, so, help you out
0: so the worst NBA team has the best player in the game
1: uh, no worst NBA team has the player with the highest points per game
0: that factor is cap f- Fact.
1: that is correct any guesses
0: um, Steph Curry
1: no the Warriors are actually de- the record's a little decent uh, Bradley Beal With the Wizards, averaging 35 points a game. Hmm.
0: That's a surprise.
1: Yeah, I saw, uh, he's having a really good season. Uh, They kicked the crap out of the Suns the other day, which sucked, but yeah, good for him. Uh, Next one. Damian Lillard is averaging more points than C.J. McCollum. Fact or cap?
0: Go with cap. Final that answer. is correct. Ha ha! Is cap, let's go. Dave
1: Lillard, okay. who uh, was my dark horse MVP, averaging twenty six point one a game. McCollum, twenty eight point one a game. Mm. Uh, next one, this is about the clutch. If this player has clutch gene, Luka Doncic is scoring the most points per game in the clutch. So the clutch is like, I think it's like the fourth quarter when it's a certain amount of points. Factor, cat.
0: Cap. Final answer
1: it is fact. Oh. He's averaging 10 points per game in the clutch. That's a lot. That a we'll, lot. Get back, we'll get back to Luka in a little bit. Uh, next one, Nikola Jokic, the Nuggets center, is averaging a triple-double, Factor cap? Cap, final answer. It's fact. Gosh. 24 points a game and 11 rebounds, 11 assists. They kind of wow. stink, but yeah, he's, he's balling like an MVP. Oh, that's a yeah. good
0: center for getting assists yeah. through that. That's yes. good. Yeah,
1: his numbers are even better than Embiid and the Sixers are pretty good. Next one, LeBron James.
0: LeBron James.
1: Is averaging more steals than turnovers. Fact or cap?
0: <laughs> I want to say cap, final answer. <laughs>
1: As cap. Uh three and a half turnovers a game and less than one steal a game.
0: That's crazy, Which, man.
1: Yeah. I mean the steals part seems a little low, but like three turnovers a game isn't terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, and also too, he's grabbing the ball the most, like he's getting the most touches on the ball, so... He's
1: basically the point guard. Right. Uh, back to Luka. Luka Doncic is shooting less than 25% from three. Fact or cap?
0: Fact? Final answer?
1: Yes. 22.8% from three. This is... Uh, I'm taking Luka out of my top five. He can't shoot. Mm-hmm. All, if you watch his games, he just does crafty stuff to get fouled and makes layups. That's all, he, that's all he does to score. It huh. pisses me off. And he gets every call like he's a superstar. They need to stop that. Two more. Uh, John Wall is averaging more turnovers than James Harden. Fact or cap?
0: Fact. Final answer.
1: It is cap. Ooh. So Wall is at 3.5 turnovers, Harden's at 4.5. And then. James
0: Olive Harden.
1: James Olive Harden. The final one. The Celtics have eight players averaging 10 plus points per game fact or cap
0: fact final answer
1: this cap then we have three Ooh. if three so jason tatum's at 27 a game jalen brown's at 26 a game which is just crazy and then they have marcus smart at 12 a game so that is factor cap for the nba season so far that concludes the sports segments for today it is time ladies and gentlemen for a brand new segment buy or sell So, how buy or sell is gonna work? This isn't a financial segment. We're not gonna be like it's a good market to sell your house, so sell your house. It's more so gonna be like something's hot, something's not. Well, never mind on that. We have a new segment coming out soon called "Hot or Not." But this is something that is, you know, if it's if it's in a positive light, we're gonna be buying it. Maybe if something's negative, we're gonna sell it. So, Mike, I will go first. I'll do uh, all of mine. So. To start off this segment, I am buying cuddling.
0: Oh yeah. I'm it's buying so cuddling. Good. Yeah.
1: Because I don't know if you saw this, Mountain Dew is releasing a throw pillow in the shape of a Mountain Dew bottle and a Mountain Dew can for people to cuddle.
0: Is it like large?
1: Yeah, no, it's like a a, a large pillow. Like a body pillow. That looks like yeah, like a body pillow that looks like a Mountain Dew bottle and can. What do you think the age demographic is of this? I'm thinking, Um, like, 14 to 17 PC players who drink nothing but Monster and Mountain Dew.
0: I know some people that are above age of 40 that drink still Mountain Dew, so... I mean, listen,
1: I like Mountain Dew, too. Not enough to buy a body pillow to cuddle it. I'm not that lonely. (laughs) Like, they can't... Who would buy this? Like, who's gonna cuddle up to a pillow of Mountain Dew?
0: I, I think it'd be a nice gag gift, if you ask me.
1: Oh, it's a perfect gag gift. Unless, someone... like you said, you're someone that drinks Mountain Dew all day, maybe you love Mountain Dew. Um, I I have two things I'm selling. I am selling 2021. Already? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm selling it. So, you already
0: want the receipt? Yeah, you have the receipt? <laughs> yeah, we're on a
1: 2022, so there was the capital debacle last week. Uh, last week, Tommy Lasorda passed away. You know who Tommy Lasorda is? Yes. So for those who don't, Tommy Lasorda was a longtime Hall of Fame manager for the Dodgers. An awesome guy. One of the best ambassadors baseball had. Fun story. My mom has a picture of her with Tommy Lasorda.
0: Boy, she's so, been the live age. She's got a picture. What, yes. what else has your mom done? So, like?
1: her and my dad were on vacation and spring training in Florida when she was pregnant with my brother, Steven. Tommy Lasorda walks out of the stadium and they were pretty far where, like People started flocking to him for pictures. And my dad, being funny, I was like, Hey, Tommy, how's the Slim Fast going? And he turned around, he's like, who the hell was that? Because timeless Order just beat the crap out of people. Uh, so he didn't know it was my dad. But then he was taking photos with some kids, and he goes to walk away, and my dad's like, Hey, Tommy, how about one with my wife? And he's like, No, no, only with the kids, only with the kids. He's like, But she's pregnant with my firstborn son. He was like, Alright, bring her over. So she got a picture of timeless Order. That's cool. Uh, one of the best guys ever. Also, why I'm selling 2020, Navy. Uh, so a lot of schools have like live mascots. Navy had a mascot. Let me pull up the tweet quick. Navy, like, Na- the, like the Naval Academy. Okay. Uh their retired mascot Bill 33 passed away last oh. week. Yes. So, uh, he was with the team for about I think. Let's see. He was a Navy mascot for like five years. It's always sad when live mascots pass away. Or like live an- or like famous animals pass away. That's always sad. So we're on the 2022. I'm also selling love.
0: I'm so selling you love by cuddling, but you sell love. Correct. So you're just gonna cuddle with benefits.
1: No, no. So I'm selling love. Kim Ye. Oh, get getting a divorce. And love what is, is dead. Love, love is dead. I did not realize. (laughs) Did you realize they had four kids together? Yeah. I did not know that. I thought Mm -hmm. they only had North.
0: I'm guilty of watching when Kanye released his, I guess, his gospel album that he actually performed at one of those big, like, very much so fortunate churches. uh, Service, uh, congregational halls. Um, And I saw literally all the four kids, like, and there was Kim Kardashian sitting in the front row and, you know think i've names left. right
1: it's it's north chicago psalm and i'm blanking on the
0: the, the last one
1: but anyway i didn't know he has had four kids can you imagine the ratings for this coming season of keeping up with the kardashians
0: i was like i don't keep up with them anyway but...
1: <laughs> I, it's gonna be through the roof it's gonna be good but how, how can we trust love now
0: if 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 they can't make it do you really think that was love to begin with
1: uh, yes they had four kids
0: together I think they loved each other. Okay. There's some, sli-
1: I'm not, I don't really get deep into celebrity couples. There are some that it, this is one of them that when they break up, it's sad. Chrissy Teague and John Legend, that would be sad.
0: Oh, it's like, what? Would be,
1: would be, <laughs> would be sad. Matt, I swear to God, no, next week? No, listen, I'm not trying to make fake news here. No. Uh, D Wade, Gabrielle Union, that would suck. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, this sucks.
0: Yeah. Because it's just, it's people know. Like, it, and it's Beyon was another one? Beyonce and TP. Beyonce and Jay Z. Jay Z.
1: That would suck too. <laughs> and also, yeah. Kim is just an awesome couple's nickname. I'm not really big into couples' nicknames, but like, Kim is awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. That's sad. It is sad. Yeah.
1: Especially like everyone's like talking about it now and like, just let them, just let them, let them be. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, Matt. Well. Kind of did my inventory searching, did the Amazon search, checked out on my cart or whatever online shopping that I'm doing. Um, What I would like to buy, because I feel like we did not discuss this enough and it shows up a lot, um, I would definitely like to buy the Barstool Fund. Uh, So what is happening, um, Dave Portnoy, who is the CEO, founder, founder, El, El Presidente of Barstool Sports, uh, decided, basically, got put where the money, money where his mouth was, and um, people called him out and said, "Hey, like, why aren't you supporting small businesses?" Dave does pizza reviews, um, and you know, they've all And I did, I did a quick check before before I announced it, um, and let me do a refresh because it's probably still going. They have raised so far at the time of this recording twenty two million seven hundred fifteen thousand and forty four dollars. And that's just on donations alone. And what Dave has been doing is he's been supporting small businesses that more or less submit videos um, talking about the hardships. We've gotten a local one from my area, get supported by the Barstool Fund, which I think is freaking neat. They deserve it in every shape and way. And it's just sad that a person who talks about sports babes and stuff like that is doing more than our government is supporting small businesses. That, so, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no,
1: it's been awesome to see, like, there's been so many celebrities that have been kicking in. He did an Instagram Live a couple of days ago with Aaron Rodgers, who donated, like, a lot of money to the fund. And, yeah, he's just, he's taking the forefront, like, he's being the leader of saying, hey, these businesses need help if they aren't going to have the business that they expect. And it's been awesome to see people support him, because a lot of times, Bristol and Dave Portnoy, they get dragged in the mud by a few media companies.
0: Or the NFL, <laughs> or the NFL, yeah,
1: and it's it's just been awesome to see them step up and come in in, in this time of need.
0: I think this is really a, a a a bright spot into 2020, and having that opportunity for anybody who needs that help. Um, so I, you know, I, I hate to to pull a plug, but if you're willing to donate, um, you just search the Barstool Fund. It's a Barstool Sports link. There's a direct donation link there. And if you really want a warm, kind feeling in your heart, look up barstool sports with Dave Portnoy or Dave Portnoy. He's been uploading videos of the phone calls, getting the reactions. It's it,
1: some of those videos make oh. me cry, not and like tear up. Yeah, like some, some of the Choke reactions, up. like you can actually tell the people like need help and like they're struggling for their business. And then here comes Dave and Barstool to the rescue. It's 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 been awesome.
0: I think it was one manager got a phone call and literally said, "Dave." you saved this business. And because I think that one point the manager was paying out of pocket to pay for his servers. And he's like, you saved this business. And if it wasn't for you, we would probably not exist anymore. So I, I love it. I I love what they're doing. And if you get a chance, make sure you do takeout or delivery for a small business, because it means so much to them more than going to a chain restaurant, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. They need our help now more than ever. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Time to sell freaking a being put on hold for a phone call customer freaking service i kind of figured this was gonna show up at one point oh i it happened to me today matt so i'm just gonna say it out loud our state's department of revenue is a shit show to begin with uh i guess so whatever i'll get into it who cares people know if the celebrity <laughs> the celebrity in us is not that high yet i can get this personal um so my personal income tax was paid back in june they charged me again for yet another personal personal income tax and they added a late fee to it so i i decided to pay that one because i think my mom paid the other one but i decided to pay this one because i was like hey like all right fine I don't want a late fee attached to it. I want to pay my bills. My mom's like, we already sent in a check back in June. So I was like, okay, I'll call them. I tried calling last Wednesday, and I was on the phone for about 45 minutes. I saw an option if you wanted to schedule a call, press 1. So I pressed 1. The latest, that was Wednesday. The latest availability was next Tuesday. Time of this recording today at 11.15. I called 11.15. I didn't get any different than the sweet, sweet music that's plays until 1.45, a two hour, two and a half hour phone call ends up being the call failed. No. So I called again, got through the same process. I was on the phone for yet another hour and a half. Oh. I did not get, I I told mom, I always text him. I said, you know what? I said, this is not worth it anymore. I said, I could imagine if it was a thousand dollars, I'd be fine with it. But for $32, I'm like, I, this is not worth it for me being on the phone. So I tweeted at them because, you know, that's the typical millennial is tweeting at a, a brand. Um, yeah, I am not happy and I can understand why our governor wants to do Restore Pennsylvania because our communication is shit. <laughs> uh, being
1: on hold for 20 minutes sucks, let alone two and a half hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Jenna can say I have the patience of a saint. But I do not have the freaking patience of more than four hours of me being on the freaking phone. Also, tried scheduling an appointment online. Listen, Department PA of Revenue, if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) your website sucks. (laughs) I know so many other websites that does a better job in scheduling phone calls. Because listen, I literally tried looking up. I put in my name. I put in my phone number. When I'd like to be called, I got to the point. I could not load... The shit of the calendar. Calendar wouldn't load. I tried refreshing six times, did the same process over and over again, still wasn't showing a time available to call.
1: That's tough, man. I'm sorry for you. That that is that is like that sounds like the worst thing ever. Like I, in
0: all seriousness. Like that's that's bad. And I hate to be this person, but I saw who is the director of communications for the Pennsylvania Department of Revenue. I was oh. almost gonna follow them and tweet at them. I wouldn't blame you if you did I wouldn't blame you if you did. I
1: listen, I after an hour I would have been like driving up there.
0: I as somebody who as somebody who handles a quote commonwealth, as someone who handles a database of people that is more than a hundred people, if you have this type of communication to your people, you are not doing a service to them, and I'm sorry you're not serving your people.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that that's just all
0: also the music just doesn't help. The music oh makes you more mad. So, what's funny was the one ske- like, the scheduled call had this type of music, but then when you called in, it had a different type of music. Oh, no. The, di- the one where you call in was much more painful than the actual scheduled one the scheduled one sounded more soothing the other one sounded 8-bit or 16-bit to me the, those like old video game sounds that they used to do it sounded like that yeah. is like i turned my volume i actually used my work phone i turned my volume all the way down i was like yeah this is not this is not what i'm gonna be and i tried multitasking but then of course like you hear like the little stutter of like the automated voice messaging system and it's like oh it's crap like it's it's somebody and they're like nope thank you for holding i th- you better thank me. You better more than just thank me for Listen, me.
1: that is the worst. I don't know who I, whose idea it was to put, one, elevator music on your weight when you're on hold. And two, like you said, that person just cuts in every 20 seconds. Thank you for holding. You're, you're the next. I'm obviously not the next caller because I've been on hold for two and a half hours.
0: Also, too, the timing. I was in the queue at 65 For I was in the queue, so meaning I was 65th person in line for the call. Gotcha. Total wait time was 30 minutes. Cycle through messages, wait time, 30 minutes. Your call queue, 66. How the hell did I jump from 65 to 66 in the call queue when I already called in to queue in?
1: Sounds like they have it out for you.
0: Oh, I bet they do. How
1: did, you must have pissed off your FBI agent somehow. Yeah,
0: listen, more personal things. I haven't gotten my tax return yet. I haven't gotten my two stimulus checks.
1: And they're already talking about a third.
0: And they're already talking about a third.
1: What a day you had. It's also just incredible to have in the middle of a work day
0: oh yeah i mean well again that's the only time you could freaking call them because they don't operate after business hours so you have to call during business hours
1: (laughs) send them a strongly worded letter that'll show them yeah
0: yeah because the u.s post the the u.s postal service is already going down the shithole anyway that's another thing i want to sell too. how awful they've been treating their employees that's another story for another day. <laughs> okay. That'll be for next time we do it. I don't think stuff. it's going to be another story because that's, that, that, okay. that's too personal. <laughs> okay.
1: That works too.
0: Wow. So PA, do better. See, we hit
1: like every emotion on this podcast. We <laughs> laughed. We yelled. We cussed. I got depressed about Ben Roethlisberger. Um, God knows what people are feeling about those first topics we talked about.
0: Maybe Does aroused? This, Is we, aroused Maybe. One? I was,
1: yeah, that's a better word than I was going to (laughs) say. Just an all around, we hit it. We hit everything you could possibly want in a podcast.
0: Well, there's probably plenty more where that came from, Matt. Um, That concludes episode 39. Um, If you haven't heard already, um, we did a switch in the episode numberings to make it easier for people um, and for a better listening experience, of course. So we are now at episode 39. I think it's great, Matt. We're going to count to 100 and we're so excited for that.
1: Uh, no, I I can't wait for episode 40, and
0: God knows what we're going to have planned for episode 100. Ah, oh, man. Dude, I, it's going to be great. It's going to be tremendous, oh. magnificent. It's going to be great. Absolutely. More like, which of the likes you've never seen before. Yes. Anyway, if you're looking to connect with us on social media, the best link to go to is solo.to slash business. There you'll be able to find our brand new TikTok that was started. We are up and running with the TikTok, the Tic Tac, or the Tock tick as uh, some people would put it. We are almost about getting higher than my dad on his own TikTok. There's yep. a total lie, however. Got to fake it to make it one day. <laughs> Um. Make sure you watch us on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash FunnyBusinessEn. Uh, we've been starting to stream consistently every Tuesday, Thursday. Um, Matt takes the wheel every Tuesday. I take the wheel every Thursday for some fun, and we may sprinkle in some salt bay. May salt Bay some in of you know, other whenever things we, whenever
1: we feel. Sometimes we just want to play games and just not stream. But you know, maybe once in a while we'll throw in an extra one. Mm-hmm. A and days.
0: Matt, anything fun coming up for you or? Uh
1: uh, well, not that I can think yeah. of. Went in a haircut this week? Oh, there you go. Yeah,
0: I'm trying a new barber too, so hopefully he's he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And what is it? It is now time this recording. It is January twelfth, and we got okay. a lot of 2021 left to go. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, hopefully. You know, last year, the first
1: couple of days of 2020 weren't great. So hopefully we're not on that same path.
0: Uh, amen to that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you leave a rating if you are on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with a friend. Be sure to tell somebody that you love them. And until next time, we'll see you all in the next episode.
1: Stay safe, everyone.